Hey everyone, welcome to the Bible Belt Bros Podcast. Today we are in trouble, Andrew, because, well, if you recall, there was a group text sent to you and I about a episode that we recorded a couple episodes ago, basically uh, asking if he can come on and offer a rebuttal for some of the things that we were complaining about. Yeah, the guard your time guy. So today, welcome Johnny... From the church, Johnny, you're your favorite. Yay. You're here. Now let the we record to, show. We well, still have the highest uh, listens or the two episodes that I've been on, aren't they like your highest downloaded? They are. Played? It's either you or it's because it's about guns. We haven't figured that out yet. But. Have we done a guns episode without him? We have not. Every time, and we're probably this time as well, you'll end up talking about guns. No. You already have talked about guns. We have already. You're right. You already are like, we're fantasizing about somebody breaking into this house so you can see who can unload the mag on him first. That's not true. No one's yeah. fantasizing. <laughs> yeah, nobody's fantasizing about it. We were making a joke about <laughs> the podcast being pre-recorded or letting it roll before we start. And all I said was... Hey, let it roll. You know, you might get some good stuff. Like, what if somebody broke in right now and you get it all on recording? And Andrew chimed in and said, "Yeah, us shooting the person." So <laughs> technically, it was Andrew. Yes, <laughs> Andrew is always the cause of weirdness. Yeah, that, that's about right. This is like the uh, YouTubers that had the boxing match, and they made KSI millions. Of, and yes, Paul Logan, and they made millions of dollars. Logan Paul. They made millions go. of dollars uh, boxing each other, and so we're going to make a couple yeah. dollars. Are we? <laughs> Not even that. Good, because you just <laughs> said my royalties increased because <laughs> you didn't give me coffee. Yeah, we're re- okay, let's start there, Andrew. Round one. Ding, ding. <laughs> Worship? Yeah. Do do we have to go into the oh, auditorium yeah, you were to worship? About, uh, I wasn't complaining. We're I brought we, up a subject, a topic. But okay, so round one, uh, Andrew. Dusty's word selection is horrible today. Andrew, uh, well, it's not the morning, okay? So I believe I believe the title of the episode was, or at least in the description. We can't go by the titles though, because Dusty just does clickbait. Well, it may have been the description, clickbait. basically something along the lines of Andrew rants about not wanting to be a sermon illustration, or <laughs> I think that was it. Andrew's mad about being a sermon illustration. See, yeah, I'm, I, think yeah. I swear I'm a rusty sermon illustration every week, so I'm so definitely sh- not mad so about that. So should we start there? Or? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. Let's sure. Okay. Round one, ding. Cause, all right. Because I don't mind being a sermon illustration. My question would be, how do you know that you were a, that you were the sermon illustration? Did he say your name? No. But it's pretty so blatantly obvious. It is pretty obvious. Sometimes he does I look at me when there's he says a lot stuff. of people. There's a lot of people that sits in the. I get it. There a lot of people lobby. A lot of people fit the same mold. I get that. Sure. There are times he has looked at me when he has said stuff. I though. will say, the whole looking at people thing because we I've we've actually people have brought this up in like meetings and stuff. Like, man, you said that and you looked right at me, and I can promise you, he does not like. He doesn't look at people. If anything, he's trying not to look at. Them. Yes, right. in the he does not look <laughs> at people in the eye, and specifically if he's like referring to something that's doing with like, and I, dealing I with them. That. Yeah, I can tell you from experience, like preaching, like you kind of just like don't really ever make eye contact with anybody because right. it's super awkward, <laughs> and so you're just kind of looking around. So if 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 it ever seems like whoever's preaching is like looking at you, they're probably not. But. Well, and then also he's get, he's. 
told stories that you know pertained only Dusty and I, or sure, just because we've been with him for so long. Yeah, since eighth grade. I for mean, there's 20, well, Dusty's been with him 20, since eighth. No, grade. a little over twenty years. I've only been with him since. I don't know what grade. Well, so what you were talking about the whole worship thing about you you were saying. To, I guess give me a recap about. So my question sometimes is, you you stand in the lobby you have, until worship's over. Uh, well, I do uh, every week. Yeah, and for numerous reasons. One, it's dark, and I don't have my bearings in there. Um, and you know my history and my past, so I don't necessarily like dark, loud places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to be aware, so I don't like to go in there. Two, loud music just isn't really my style. Sure. And so it's not how I necessarily worship. Now I say that with a caveat that I do blare music in my truck. <laughs> there you go. It's rap, though. It's not new Acoustic age Christian. Exactly. I could sing of your love forever. <laughs> uh, no, we don't do that song. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that song in forever since the '90s. So you're asking me, do I think that you you have to? Or well, so our question on the podcast was. Do you have to go into the auditorium to be worshiping? And I'll caveat this. It really boils down to what is Sunday morning for? Because it seems very rushed when it comes to the relationship side of things of like I'm bouncing through conversations and then, oh, crap, I forgot to get my kid at kids ministry. Sure. Yeah. Stuff like that. And so we go to church for an hour and 15 minutes and an hour of that is sitting down facing forward and not participating. Sure. And so that was the question. It was like, what are we really there Sunday morning for? Because gotcha. he's enjoying the relationships mm-hmm. in the lobby. Yeah. And then forced to stop that or feels forced to stop that. Sure. And go inside. Well, I mean, there's not a perfect answer. The way a lot of people talk about this is like, man, you should probably join a commune. Like if you want to be in constant like community with people, like that's what communes are for. Right. And there obviously have been some religious groups that have done that, like the, you know, uh, in Waco and stuff like that. But David Branch, yeah, the uh, Branch, Branch Davidian. Davidians, you know, and I would say on Sunday morning, churches differ in philosophies when it comes to what is Sunday morning for. Let's limit that specifically to like Protestant evangelical churches. So we're not going to talk about like, Catholics, Episcopalians, or even like more of your liturgical Protestants, such as, you know, Presbyterians. Let's limit it to like evangelical Protestant churches. They differ on what Sunday morning is for. Some, it's more of a inward focus. So like this time is for our body of believers to worship and to connect with each other and that sort of thing. And then the other group that I would say we fall into is it's more for, it's more what you the churchy language for is quote unquote seeker friendly, right? So it's more for those who are um, coming in, who don't have a church background, who don't really know anybody. If they weren't invited by someone, um, they don't really know what you're supposed to do or how the, what the rules are. And we're more for that group of people. That's what Sunday morning is for. Now it doesn't mean that we completely ignore um, ourselves and the people who make up church that matters. Um, I don't know if it was, I supposed to say the name of our church. I don't know. Is that I off don't limits? Know. We try not to. <clears throat> I don't think we've ever said It's like said that it. same thing, Andrew, of what you can we talk about. And then we're saying names and then we're like, 
not saying names, you still know who we're talking about. Eh, we, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, we, no one would care. So. Nobody cares. Um, I don't think anybody from Church of Matters actually listens. Yeah, no maybe, one would care. Maybe Thomas. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't mean we ignore, you know, our body of believers by any means. I mean, we still do things that are specifically, you know, meant for us. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean that somebody who has a relationship with Jesus who comes into one of our worship encounters uh, can't get anything from it or benefit from it. By no means, that's not the case. I I believe that everybody can come and and receive something and be encouraged and strengthened, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But we always try to do things, every decision we make, um, every direction we go in, we always come at it from a perspective of how is a guest going to view this? How is the guest going to experience this? So, you know, when our church first began, we we highly considered not even having some sort of Sunday or weekend or whatever you want to call it, large gathering, um, whether you call it a service or whatever. Um, we, we, you know, considered not doing that, but let's be real. I mean... There's a lot of things that sound good and sound ideal and are, oh, that sounds fantastic. But in the world in which we live, it's just not practical. It's not pragmatic. It's not feasible. So we knew being where we are that we're going to have to do something on a Sunday or a weekend, um, specifically Sunday. We're going to have to do something. For the people that are used to going to church, basically? Yeah. There's a misconception that being in the Bible Belt that everybody knows about Jesus and everybody knows about church, et cetera, et cetera. It's it's not true. It is it is still very much ingrained into the culture of, you know, people just kind of even people who aren't churchgoers, you know, who aren't Christians, still, you know, Sunday is still like the church day, right? So um or still at least recognize the fact that people are going to church. And so if you invite them to church, they expect that that's what it's going to look like, not going to somebody's house. So, But that's how you trick them. Yeah. So in our <laughs> context, you know, we, we, we meet in, you know, throughout the week, we meet in different houses, and that's where we kind of hopefully want people to build relationships and, and be able to connect and do those things that maybe they miss out on a little bit on Sunday mornings. It still didn't. Still didn't cover your the question topic. is worship, right? Yeah, your your yeah. answer didn't cover the topic that you requested to come well, he on. Asked, you like a pastor? He asked, went off on a tangent. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, Dusty, specifically asked me know, what I, we should start with. Yeah, where yeah. our Sunday mornings for? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, absolutely not. You do not have to go into an auditorium to worship. Uh, worship is not just music. What my philosophy on it would be, and I believe our pastor's philosophy as well, is that absolutely not. You do not have to be in the auditorium while the worship band is playing in order to worship the Lord. There's a lot. Worship is not just music. That's not what it's about. What it does do, though, is, um, you know, the more people that are in there, the higher the energy level is. Um, it does change the atmosphere. Just like if you go to a football game and the stadium's empty, it's just uh-huh. kind of, eh. but if you go and it's packed and it's loud, everybody's cheering. I mean, it, it changes the energy like big time. And that's the same thing for um, our our services. You go in, and if the, if the room is empty, it just kind of feels like, eh, you know, blah. But if you go in and it's full of people, and it looks like people are excited to be there, it changes the atmosphere. And again, with our focus being on guests who are coming in, um, you go into somewhere that's like alive, and the energy's high, and 
people look like they're excited to be there, it changes your perception. Um, you could go into that same room where the same things are happening, but if it's, if it's empty or if the energy isn't as high or, or, you know, it, it doesn't at all have the same feel. It doesn't have, they don't perceive it the same way. So I would say we encourage people to be in the auditorium more so for that, um, than their own, you know, spiritual well being. However, um, I still think it's good for you as a believer. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's that you're, you're bad or not doing something right if you're not in there. Um, and obviously Andrew, you have reasons why, um, I would say though, if it was somebody that was just being a turd and like, I'm not going in there. I don't like, I don't like music. I'm like dusty singing. I would probably say, Hey, quit being a turd and get in the auditorium. Like, because so you're being a that. turd. <laughs> I have heard that, you know, so-and-so singing today. And I'm like, well, worship is not about you. Exactly, yeah. And so, P- Listen, people are immature and people are childish and that will never change. And, you know, sometimes we all manifest that in different ways. And that you have specific reasons that are real and relevant. But other people are just being turds. So don't be a turd, you know. Don't be a turd. So, uh, does that answer your question? Yeah. I mean, okay. But you all you you said can I come on your show and rebut that? So that's you disagreed with me. So it's not really a rebuttal. So now I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> well, I, I'm like you made some comments like about like how Rusty doesn't even be in the auditorium during worship or something. You remember that one? Oh yeah, like uh, I kind of remember that being a joke, Andrew. That like because I don't even he, remember one because he came up to you in the in the auditorium or in the lobby. And it was like, get in there. And you're like, you're not in there. Like, it was like that kind <laughs> gotcha. of joke or whatever. But yeah, I can hear Rusty because our music isn't that loud. I can hear Rusty as I'm singing. Yeah, I know that Rusty because <laughs> he's on that front right side. He's a I know holler. where he's at. <laughs> but yeah, there are times that he's, I see him out in the lobby walking around or, you know, telling people to get into the lo- and go into the auditorium. But he's trying to be a hype guy. Right. Yeah. So do we need to hire hype guys? Like basketball, they have hype guys. You know, would like, that make worship encounters better? When our pastor had a praise band that traveled around, uh, my friend Nick and I, who's been on the podcast, we were his hype guys. Yeah. We did the motions to the songs on the speakers. Or you, fact, you'd you'd be cool. planted in the in the audience and you're like, all right, at this point, raise your hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this point of the song, raise your hands. Dusty, I'm going to need you to stand up when the music comes back on. Yeah. After the <laughs> at this point, I'm going to need yeah. you to shout out, "Hallelujah, Lord!" Right. Would that help? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we can uh, post a job listing for a hype Why don't you just put that in the tracks? So, I mean, (laughs) I think, you know, that's the reason Rusty wants people in the auditorium. Now, obviously, there there is. I mean, you get spiritual benefit from from being in a room with other believers who are worshiping. Whether you're a music guy or not, like, there's still some benefit to that. Do I think you're, like, a terrible person or a terrible Christian because, you know... um, that's not your thing by no means. Cause worship is not music. Um, that's just, that's one of the ways in which we worship. But I think, I think most people, I would say most, they're just being turds. Yeah. So I went so. to, um, I preached at another church with, uh, vet, for vets that matter. Mm-hmm. And their worship wasn't loud at all. Matter of fact is more, more of the acoustic style. I mean, sure. they did have electric and drums and all that. Yeah. 
but you know it didn't bo- that didn't bother me but mm-hmm. it wasn't very loud i could yeah. and i was fully aware of my surroundings even in the new sure. area but there are times even when rusty's pre- preaching where i start getting anxious and so yeah do you think it would help if you sat in the back row like cuz you're front row joe no cuz i like the people between me and the door oh you you like the cover yeah <laughs> i don't think i don't think there's anything wrong with it and i don't think re- I, I don't think our pastor would tell you like you're wrong for not being in there. I don't know why, but I have like a note here from that episode, and it says Dusty should start a streaming ministry. I have no oh, idea. Oh, well. I was saying that a there's. We were just talking about how there's a huge need for kids online. Like they don't care about watching you play video games; they just want the interaction with somebody uh, while they're playing. And uh, and like I have a Discord channel. I haven't streamed in a couple months, and I have a Discord channel that kids are still. In All Dusty has to do talking. is like type a period in there, and yeah, they and go nuts. They go nuts, and so that that was the thing was like there's just there's so much community in game in the gaming world that's discounted, you know, because people just like oh you're playing video games. Well, sure, there's huge community in that toxic so, or non toxic, and so sure. I heard I listened to a a interview by Ninja yesterday. Actually, just so random you brought this up. Who's Ninja? Ninja is the top Fortnite player in the world. Johnny, okay. with, I, I don't do with, video games, so I'm ignorant to, to... I mean, I yeah. haven't played Who's video games. I know, like, yeah. twi- I know about Twitch and all that stuff. I just I don't know who Ninja is. <clears throat> Anyways. We're talking about Chuck But Marks? I knew you were... No, okay, go ahead. Anyways, he was saying <laughs> there are four million uh, gamers in the world. Uh-huh. And eight million people have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. So that would be a huge ministry that you could tap into because you have, you can potentially reach 8 million people if you are that are there looking. Yeah. Like they're not. And so what, what I was saying was a children's minister. Hold on. I, wait, wait, wait. I'm so confused. You're saying how many for what you said? There 4 are 4 million, million gamers, but 8 million. Oh, there's people. only 4 million gamers. The streamer. a, a, a stream- streamers. Well, he. I'm pretty sure he said gamers. That can't be right. That should be more than four million. Oh god, it should be like four billion. Maybe I mean, there's it, nine maybe billion it was people four in the billion, world. Yeah. Then because there's, there's more than eight million people have the internet. There's there probably go. two Your billion. Math is there you go. Yeah, I'm like Andrew. That <laughs> does go not make billion sense, instead of million. So four billion. There's people. like I think Facebook has like seven billion profiles on it. I believe it's like the, almost a majority of the world has Facebook. So there's well, half of those be. profiles are grandparents that got hacked and they can't figure out how to do it. So they still though, anyone. there's got to be a lot of people. <laughs> so there, playing video four games. billion. I forget who. who there's did a lot that. of there's a there's a crap ton of people right. playing video games. Yeah, and, but even eight billion that have access to the internet. They may not have the internet, but they have access to sure. it. Sure. So that'd be a huge ministry and a huge outreach that. Is potential. So my so, point on why that don't podcast you guys start it? was every children's minister from three to five should just be playing online and to be able to connect with the kids outside. And so I knew the typical pastor response is, Dusty, take off work from three to five and start a gaming ministry. He like, just said it. I know. You guys should do <laughs> I it. Heard why would you? I know you said <laughs> that, that. is the typical. Like, That's exactly what I'm You saying. came up with it. You do it. I totally it. do it. Just supplement my income. Exactly. You should. It's why? Why? Why wouldn't you? Hey, here's here's a, here's the dumb thing. You don't need to start a ministry. Just do ministry while you're playing video games. Well, and that's what I do. Like, but the problem is that I, what I was thinking was locally. 
kids locally coming home from school if they had somebody that they could go and play games with online. Sure. And so locally, when th- at that time, I am at work. I got you. So, hmm. so he but would need somebody to supplement. You know who that is also at work, but get paid gets paid for ministry. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, it's true. You should start a gaming ministry. I that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be so funny. I can we do something see. that I like to do? I mean, you can't shoot guns with kids, Johnny. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you can't. No, you can. PG thirteen streams. Yeah, have you not ever seen kid competitive shooters? I have. They're like legit. Yeah. They put me to shame. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everybody nowadays wants to, like, start a ministry. It's like, why don't you just, like, you know, just do what you do and then, like, just and I used to. I do used ministry to, in that context. I used know? to game in the morning, but I guess it's I don't have time to do games right now. I just don't. Yeah, well. I wish I did because it's a very much needed man. I'm so glad that Jesus, when he was on his way to the cross, didn't say, man, I just don't have time to do this today. All right, so let's go on to the next <laughs> right? topic. Dude, I was just about to say, I don't have time for the, for our round two, but since you brought that up. <laughs> okay, we're recording it. Like, Andrew and I are both taking time off of our day. I left work early, and then I have to drive all the way back to downtown Tulsa. All the way, 20 minutes. And, uh, and I had to schedule all of my appointments for and, after this podcast, <laughs> which I would have scheduled it during this podcast. And all to, because. To fit with the scheduling of a pastor who's guarding his time before and after. Quote, unquote, I have five. to guard my time. Quote, unquote. Yep. Which true. I'm going to start using that anytime I'm asked to do anything. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, uh. Is it between nine to five? Hey, yes. I mean, I can't help that I'm your highest rated guest. And <laughs> you guys will Listen, do anything. You, asked. you guys will do anything. You, you asked to, to come You're on the, the show. Said, I have a we didn't. Yeah, we didn't ask you. Didn't, you. We didn't want you. I honestly was surprised that I got a text, or or did I get a text, or did some one of you talk to me about it on Sunday? No, it was a group text chat thing. Yeah, yeah I, but I was honestly surprised because I was basically the last we talked. It was just like, oh, I guess it just won't happen. I can't make it work. And then like the next thing I know, like. This, oh, this week, back like you texted me or Dusty texted me and was like, hey, what? we're going to do it on Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I told you Sunday. Okay. I was like, because I asked if you worked Thursday, which at the time you, that's, this is your normal day off, but right. you also are. I always work so. on Thursdays, even if it's my day off. I'm and working. I thought I could try to swing working from home so I didn't have to take, you know, an extra 40 minutes. Off Listen, Dusty, work, I'm not a millennial. I don't use that. I have to guard my time excuse. <laughs> I work on my days off. So that's why I brought it up. I was like, oh, maybe we can make this work on Thursday, which I was going to call and be like, can we push it back to four? And then Andrew was like, let's be on time, guys. I got appointments after this. Uh, I yeah, I could have done four. I couldn't because I had um, to, I have so many appointments scheduled. Um, so what, what are we talking about? Pastors get a they have a reputation for being lazy. You, they don't have to go in until 10, 30, it's 11 a salary o'clock. position. You'd get off okay. at like three, four o'clock. And so here we are trying to fit you into our podcast because you asked to be on it. And you're like, uh, so, and Dusty and I, we always record in the mornings. First thing before he goes to work, mm-hmm. before I go to work, we knock out so this like, podcast. we're like, sure, yep. eight we're o'clock. Like, yeah. And you're, and so we're like, yeah, we record at eight. Dusty will have the coffee ready. And you're like, I can't. I have to guard my time. Yeah. And we kept trying. Your was 10.30. Well, <laughs> yeah. You, you said 10.30. Which again? No, I said. I think I said like nine thirty because I was going to do thirty. No, your later. rebuttal was ten thirty. My rebuttal was eight. Was I joking? When you I said then 10:30? said nine thirty. I said 
eight yeah. thirty. So you and guys we kept going back and forth. So if you didn't want to do it at this time, you should have guarded your time too and said, "I guess we just won't do it." And that's what I thought we ended on. Well, was, so that is what we ended on, and then so, Dusty's and like, then "So let this be a let this be a lesson to you kids out there on negotiation tactics." You always let the other party come to you. Yes, you always <laughs> let the other person talk first. Well, and that's what, I, and I that's what happened. But Dusty is not a good negotiator at all. I am not. It's whatever. Which is why we are all here right now. <laughs> I asked for your help for 10 minutes to go run and grab a package off Andrews because I didn't want to drive back home from Okay, work. yeah, yeah. And then you were like, all right, now you owe me a podcast or whatever you're responsible. Oh, did I really? So, I don't remember that. Yeah. You were just like, uh. So uh, let me answer that real very easily. Um, I, I guess I'd never heard the stereotype that pastors are lazy. Most of the pastors, it's a pretty big stereotype. Most of the pastors I know work probably like, uh, I mean, it's all different, but um, I probably work. Do the math. You need forty-five to fifty hours a week, probably. I, I am. Do, I, I I do, do that. By I specifically, Wednesday. I do specifically have a salary position. It's not very much. I think most um, pastors do like because you are at there's always that other duties as assigned thing like um yeah I mean as a pastor your job you don't have I mean, you don't really have a day off necessarily I mean there's people die people get sick um people have tragedies and the first person they call is their pastor or a pastor um, wasn't the first person I called actually he was the last person I called middle of the night you know et cetera et cetera you know and this. I don't get that stuff as much as obviously our, our, my, our, my boss, our pastor does, but he gets it all the time. So when I say guard my time, specifically what I'm talking about is I have a set schedule and routine and I don't really, I don't, I basically just decided like, these are the things that, um, I'm not going to move on specifically like family time because I do work so much and I don't get a lot of time with my family. Like my family time is very guarded. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but there's not really a whole lot of stuff that I'm going to let come before that. And that is in early mornings and in the evenings. So, so very rare than nine to five <laughs> or 10 to five, unless it's like a very special or, or, you know, or it's just the only way it's going to work out. This type is of deal. Special. So, so, so don't moment. feel bad, don't, and you shouldn't feel bad. But so it here, wasn't important enough to me to be on the show to to go out of, like to go out of my way to use some of that time up for. Yeah, it wasn't important enough for me to flex so. my schedule. But then, why are you here? Because I'm today is technically my day off, so I agreed before my day got filled up. Gotcha. Everybody struggles with that. I guess is the point. Like I, I work. William will laugh, but I'm trying to pull fifties as much as possible. I'm I'm in the like late forties, and so because um, I get a bonus if I hit fifty, that's my fifty hours. 50 you get hours. a bonus. Yeah, I, I you guys you are what the frick? I'm at like forty five, fifty hours by Wednesday. You make way more money than me, so shut up. What the frick? <laughs> Here's the deal, too. Like, we should not be bragging about working fifty hours a week. By the way, just so everybody knows, like. Well, I'm not. I'm what I'm saying, but like, if if I was ever asked to like do something, like I was asked to like play guitar for the flood thing or whatever mm-hmm. one time, like that was after hours, and I had to wait on pastors because they take forever, and then because uh, <laughs> they're lazy. <laughs> no, because they were they were actually they're praying extra long. Probably is what it was, and but anyway, like that was not my point. My point was like like for anybody. 
anything outside of nine to five is going to be a family time, I guess. We all would have that same issue. That uh, was what my point was. Except for you can do it now and still get paid while we don't. Exactly. <laughs> so why would I not do it? And all you had to say was See, all you deal. had to say was no. And I've been totally yeah. cool. Like But is that this isn't ministerial. So how are you being paid by being here? Because this isn't ministerial related. Well, he's only salaried. Technically, 40, so today so. we're this is my lunch hour technically today. Part of because I don't get paid very much money and don't receive a lot of other things that normal people do at normal jobs. Um, part like one of the, I guess you could say perks of the package is a flexible schedule. And so I do have flexibility in my schedule because, um, because of that. Really? I'm just jealous, Johnny, that I could just be podcasting all day and getting paid. We could have a sponsored podcast by church that matters. Just bring me on staff guys. Let's see that tithe money for this podcast. So on your old podcast, Johnny, you used to play a fun game, and I can't remember what it was called, but I feel like it was just it was a lame name like Johnny Complains. Did, oh, yeah, Johnny Complains. Yeah. Was that what it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, it's been a while since you've been able to vent some uh, complaints. So yeah. uh, do you have any uh, anything on your Johnny Complains list? Probably. Um <laughs> Uh, that's the funny thing too. So like, uh, we've always made, we've made jokes or I've made jokes with, with our pastor, you know, about how there's, there's things that you could, you wish you could say sometimes like on social media, um, that you can't, you shouldn't say, and, and you, you, you can't say, I mean, I guess well, it's you, like the pastor calling somebody could. out on Sunday morning. Yeah. In sermon. Yeah. You know, there's things you wish you could say and then you're and so we've both, we've thought, we thought it would be hilarious to like. Uh, like write a book or something about things I wish I would have or rest. Our pastor came up with the idea of, of writing a book called things I wish I would have said or something like that. And it was all these like essentially either, you know, tweets or Facebook statuses or like comments on people's responses to people's tweets and Facebook statuses. Um, you know, cause people, Oh man. So there's a lot of complaining I could do there. But that's the problem is a lot of it I can't really say. You don't want to say it out loud? Okay, I'll I'll um, say one. I'll start one off for you. Okay. All right. So what really annoys me personally is people on Facebook who post scores of the game. So like, OU, OSU, it's halftime, 24, 17. Yeah. I'm like, guys, there's an ESPN app. If I wanted to know the score, I have the app to know the score. I don't need everybody being a sportscaster. those people, you need to go work for the news. Well, uh, yeah, I, it's not just the final score. It's, it's yeah, like it's constant goofy. updates. People do goofy stuff like that all the time though. It um, just annoys that cause it just floods my feed and like, yeah, come on guys. I have the app. I think, I guess I'll just go along those same lines cause I can't think of anything else. Um, you know, gosh, man, people, you really need to evaluate you. Most people would benefit from doing some evaluation on the stuff they post on social media. Um, the bad thing is a lot of people, there's a lot of people in our church who could probably, who would benefit from doing some evaluation on, on the things they post on social media. Um, don't air your dirty laundry for one yeah. on Facebook. Um, it never ends well. No. Or if you're going to air it, give us all the details because I don't like yeah, this. The vagueness, the vagueness yeah. of it. A lot of, well, a lot of the times it's passive aggressiveness. Um, you know, 
Have you ever read a Facebook status and you're like, I think they're talking about me? Yes. They probably aren't, but they word it in such a way because they're being passive aggressive Mm -hmm. to where it makes you think that they're talking about like, that's the worst thing. And for me, because I'm a person who like, I, I, I don't like unresolved conflict mainly because I'm a control freak. And so uh, like I want, if, if I know that I have conflict with somebody, I want to deal with it pretty quickly because I can't, that is not me. The unresolved (laughs) conflict gives me anxiety and I can't stop thinking about it. And so I just want to get it over with. Right. So you could imagine stuff like that as a nightmare for me. I'm like, wait, are are they talking about me? Did I do something like, you know, and, uh, what I love are the people that like, they constantly put like repost, um, whether it be like a meme or like one of those graphic, you know, it's like a, it's like a mountain. And then there's a quote on it that says, you know, something about like, I don't need any more negative people in my life or something like that. Right. As they're being negative. (laughs) And then I'm like, you're like the most negative person I know. What are you talking about? You know, they're always, they're like the people that are always, I was joking. I was joking with them. Some staff members the other day is like the people that, the people that post that kind of stuff are always the people that are constantly like complaining and airing their dirty laundry on Facebook. It's the same people that post the same thing, but it's like, um, I'm done with drama in my life. You know, if you're a dramatic person, like, you know, something along those lines, I'm like, you're literally the most dramatic person that I know, you know, it's, it's, so it's the same thing with like the complaining or negativity the people that post stuff like that. I'm like, odds are you're the negative person and you're the one that's complaining all the time. (laughs) So that would be my complaint, I guess. I don't really have any good ones. I know I had some ringers back in the day. Back, yeah. Um, Pull up some I'm old try, clips. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Basically, if you and Shay would give your whole tithe. Um, <laughs> Gosh. I know. I would love to have because uh, we don't. You know, we when we've like film announcements and film just film testimony videos or interviews and stuff like that. We basically just it's a mobile setup. So we just set up wherever. And so if we're filming at, you know, our facility, we will sometimes we'll film in the lobby. Sometimes we'll film in the auditorium. Sometimes we'll go into one of the kids rooms and film, you know, mm-hmm. it just depends. But it's hard. But it'd be nice to have so much time setting up. Yeah. It'd be nice. Cause there's so many times where it's like, Oh, let's just film a quick video. And it's like, well, there's nothing quick about it. Yeah. So it would be nice to have a room where we, we were able to, it would be a dedicated studio, both for filming and for like doing podcasts and stuff. Cause I, I'd like for, I think it'd be cool to, to do a podcast for the church that that's not like a sermon, you know, that, you know, cause we, we do that. We put our sermons out, but, um, well, typical... to actually have like a podcast that a church is doing, that's not like, um, uh, that's more of a, that it's a discussion based. Cause there's like, you know, like Craig Rochelle and a lot of those guys do like leadership podcasts. And I'm like, forget that. Like, let's do like a, just a cool discussion podcast. You know, then I'll envy you more. Cause then you're just getting paid. Right. Podcasts. <clears throat> yeah. Man, stop yep. making me envy you. I'll just have to. I'll have to force back myself. to doing whatever you want to do. From I'll have to, to. I'll have to force myself to get interested in video games, and then I'll just start playing video games during the day and sending you, uh, <laughs> yeah. sending you pictures. I'm not even enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, you hate it. But I'm doing it just so I can send you pictures <laughs> and, and pretend like I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would do that actually. So, all right. Thanks for having me. No problem. We'll see you. See you guys later.